This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. So maybe we will be making a ton of money for our hobbies if we can win our survivor picks this week. So let's bring in Rick Chapsky of VQL to talk all things Survivor. So, Rick, uh, when do you think the reckoning is coming? Do you think we will see a big favorite lose this week? I, I just don't see it this week, but I think the key is moving forward is Arizona. When does Arizona mm-hmm. get their victory this season? Because it's some strategy of people. I've heard it out there in the atmosphere that, hey, I'm just going to fade the Arizona Cardinals in Survivor, and you don't have to pick a team twice, I think, until like week 12 or 13 if you just want to pick against Arizona every single week. And the Giants last week, you thought maybe, okay, Arizona's going to knock off the Giants, but nope. Here comes Daniel Jones marching down the field. And it dies. A (laughs) lot of people had Dallas. It was, I mean, had the Giants. It was 1,292 in Circa. And they held on because of Jones and the Giants coming back to win, which is crazy because San Francisco just knocked off the Giants yesterday. And I'm guessing a lot of people had San Francisco this week. But you you look at the totals there, 1,351 people gone last week. Denver and Detroit were the big losers in that one. Oh, my goodness. That is absolutely brutal. So how many people approximately sort of started this contest and are remaining right now. I, I don't know if you have the exact numbers, but I'm just kind of curious where we stand. 5,924 out of 9,267. So wow. roughly 1% already out after two weeks in Circa Survivor. Can we get that graphic back up of the teams and the choices people made? I saw on there that there was one person that chose my Titans and they survived in advance. What a bold pick, picking the Titans as underdogs, <laughs> I believe, against the Chargers. So we'll get to uh, Rick's favorite pick of the week when it comes to Survivor. But what about a bold one? Were there any that were kind of off the reservation that kind of called to you? Because we talked about this. Strategy is involved here. Sometimes you want to play teams that not everybody is picking. Were any of these teams attractive to you, the teams that weren't the big favorites? Yeah, we were chatting right before we came on, and I was thinking Cleveland against your Titans would be bold, but I don't, see, I don't see why you would go bold this week, though. There are so many big favorites. This is just not the week to go bold. Let's just pick one of the favorites. Let's move on. Let's, quote, unquote, survive and advance. But the one quirk that I really did want to talk about, you saw the Titans had one pick. Chelsea, did you see that? seven people had no pick yes and that is one of my favorite things to watch for each week is how many people do not make a pick in this contest it was 31 in week number one and seven last week so 38 people have been knocked out by not making a decision at all How does that happen, Rick? Seriously, have you ever talked to anyone? Is it absent-mindedness? Do they just have cash to throw around? Because this fascinates me almost more than the pool itself that you would spend this kind of money and time on something and then just not even participate. 
Well, Jeff Benson, one of the heads over there at Circa mm -hmm. in the sports book, told a story where a, a contestant at the end of the year came up to the desk and asked them if he had won. He did not submit a pick the entire year for Survivor <laughs> or for what? Millions and asked if he won because he thought it was a raffle. He thought he what? was entering a $1,000 <laughs> raffle. And so there you go. That's why he didn't make a decision the entire year. Oh, raffle. Oh, man. Do you tell him that? Or you just be like, nah, brother, you didn't win this year. Better luck next <laughs> yeah. year. Maybe you'll pull it off. All right, so yeah. let's get to the pick. Who do you like this week in Survivor? I am going to go with the Jacksonville Jaguars as a nine-point favorite against the Houston Texans. I see it's down to eight and a half. At our friends at BetMGM, but yeah, the official Circa line is minus nine this week. But survivor-wise, I think this is the safest play, especially because of all of the injuries Houston has. And I just think that that's the, the play this week. Like I said, why be bold this week when you have San Francisco already advancing as a 10-point favorite, Baltimore 8-point favorite, Jacksonville big favorite, Dallas on the road against Arizona, and then if you could even go Miami and Seattle would be interesting picks this week, a six-point favorite. So with half of the games on Sunday and Monday being big spreads, don't go bold. Just be safe. Jacksonville will be my pick this week. All right, Rick. I know you also participate in the Westgate Super Contest as well. Five games a week. They keep points throughout the year. What's a game you really like this week that is not Survivor? Okay, follow me on this one, and it's just a numbers play. Detroit last week was a four-and-a-half-point favorite against Seattle at home. I picked them. Didn't happen. But now you look at the line this week against Arizona at home, and it is minus three. So we are having a one-and-a-half-point correction in this week from Detroit for Detroit at home, same place, from Seattle to Atlanta. Now, I don't know about you, but I think Atlanta is not a better team than Seattle. And so this one is just a complete numbers game, taking Detroit minus three this week, because I, I just don't see how you can have Detroit being a favorite of four and a half one week and then just three the next week mm -hmm. against a worse team. I think Detroit bounces back. Knock on wood, I'm hoping that Detroit gets the victory this week. And another one that's very interesting, and Chelsea, you'll like this, the Titans are one of the most picked teams in the first two weeks of the season in this contest, and they've rewarded their picks 2-0 against the spread so far this season. Will they make it 3-0 and as they are three-and-a-half-point underdogs going to Cleveland in the contest? And that is an interesting play on the road against Cleveland I haven't liked Deshaun Watson. I picked against him this last week going into Pittsburgh. I didn't understand that line where Pittsburgh was an underdog at home against Cleveland. So that one was an easy one. But we'll see. It should be interesting in the if Tennessee continues to be the darling of the contest. The most picked team the first two weeks has been Atlanta. They're the only team that's been in the top five of picks the first two weeks. And uh, Circa sends out those on Sunday like, hey, here are all the picks that were made. So Tennessee and Atlanta have been two of the favorites so far this season.
Yeah, because Tennessee has been getting points. I think that's usually why people like him, because Mike Vrabel has been so good as an underdog. But let me tell you this. If you've been betting on the Titans, these games have been swept. Like, what did they lose by three to the Saints? Barely covered that number, and then it took overtime against the Chargers. So it's not like they're dominating. But, yes, they have covered some numbers. We're going to let you go here, Rick. Uh, great stuff from Rick Chapsky. Uh, all of your survivor strategies and a couple of picks along the way. Great insight from Rick today. Rick, thanks for joining us. Of course. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.